You uh, wanted to see me, Zach? Corelli, we got a situation here. Oh, what, what's up? Well, I've been giving this a lot of thought, and this web slinger is all over the place. He's not just in movies. He's in cartoons, comics, coloring books. I want to talk about all of it. So what what are you what are you saying exactly? Get me more podcasts of Spider-Man. More? We already released Spider-Man Minute five times a week. You don't think that's enough? There's seven days in a week, Corelli. Where's my Sunday Gazette, my Saturday edition? Uh, Weekend Bugle? Oh, I like that. But what if we called it The Weekend Bugle? Yeah, The Weekend Bugle, sure. Oh, and another thing. How do we start monetizing this stuff? I want a quarter every time somebody listens. Well, why don't we put The Weekend Bugle on Patreon? Patreon? Yeah, our listeners can go to duelinggenre.com slash support, become a patron for $5 a month, and gain access to The Weekend Bugle and all the other bonus podcasts we put on Patreon. Fantastic idea, Corelli. Glad I thought of it. They don't want us to be famous. Patreon will make us infamous. Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we flip the reflection on Spider-Man 2, one <laughs> ock-punching minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Thomas Howarth. And today we are talking about Minute 95, which starts with Spider-Man web-slinging toward Doc Ock and ends with Doc Ock tearing uh, like an iron clock hand apart. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> So he does a little scream. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, this first uh this first bit of material is uh is just, you know, uh, they're 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 kind of just, you know, running the running like the spidey <laughs> the spidey web slings through the city screensaver. Um right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then but what's interesting is we zoom all the way out and then we realize that you know, in a in a twist of fate, we were in Doc Ock's the reflection of Doc Ock's sunglasses the entire time. <laughs> Those are some super reflective glasses. I know. Yeah, the polish on that, yeah. just pristine. Four uh, K resolution. I mean, just <laughs> it, it doesn't distort anything unless you like take a step back. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. I know. Uh, <laughs> Yet another thing that Ock invented that would have been to much better use than what he's using them for. <laughs> <laughs> the CGI in his glasses is much better than the first Spider-Man movie. I'll say that. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, by by far. Yeah. I mean, the uh, it's a fairly straightforward version of the triumphant swing animation, but the mm-hmm. literally the audacity of doing this mirror switch here is pretty awesome. I kind of love yeah. that transition. It's uh, uh especially bold. since it's just one fault. Fo- we start following him from behind. Uh-huh. I don't know how he got that angle in his sunglasses, but uh, <laughs> it's impressive. Um, I don't know. It, it is a weird. It's it's a weird transition. It it 
I'm not saying it's not cool. It's no, pretty sure. cool. It's very cool. But yeah. practically speaking, I mean, it. Like I watched this minute like five times while I was taking notes, and every time this happened, I was like, "Am I on drugs? Like, what is, <laughs> what is, what is this? What's happening?" Yeah, because there's no cut in there. It's solid swing time with with yeah. the camera on him. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and okay, so you guys are are movie guys. Yeah. Do you have any idea how they actually do this drawing the camera through the the city effect? Oh, that quickly. This oh, the whole the whole thing, the whole is city. CG. The whole si- yeah, this okay. was the, the. I was kind of curious because mm-hmm. the the way the camera pans down sometimes and gets the street. Yeah, like I could just imagine it on a helo or something, and them actually swinging the camera downwards for a minute to get the right angles or whatever. Yeah, uh, but if it's all CGI, I they had that. a they had a fancy wire cam in the first film to get some sweeping movements, but they pretty quickly decided it was easier to just make a full CGI city. And I think this was the first times they did that. Like right. They do that, in and, the and if you Avengers when you world. add motion blur to it, you can't even tell that yeah. that's not real, um, right? Because you're far enough away from things, and right? They get the lighting. Right. They they do the lighting well. Uh, right. Other than on him, they do it really well. So it's just right. Yeah, it's, it's so smooth this, and it sells I mean, it. This this whole this whole uh, transition is sort of um, you know it's it's all it's it's that thing where you uh, have CGI and you can suddenly do anything. And so you just do whatever you want and Mm -hmm. whether or not it makes sense or not. Um, (laughs) And uh, it's, it's a cool shot, but yeah, it, it definitely has a, uh, I don't know, like uh, it just has a quality to it where it makes me a little uncomfortable. It's got, it's got a little bit of an uncanny Valley sort of quality to it. And that where I just, I see it happen and I just go, that's not real. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of, it's sort of the same, uh, weird feeling in my gut that I get in, um, in a uh, panic room when the camera goes through the oh, coffee yeah. mug yeah. and I was like, that's not real. You can't do that. Like it just, <laughs> it just, it just makes me feel weird. I don't know. I don't, I yeah. don't like it. It's the, uh, the think, oopsie dropsies, the butterflies in the stomach. Type yeah, thing, a little like, bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, a little bit. Uh, um, yeah. There's, we, uh. there's this odd thing that, that happens as well, where, Almost any time you see above Spider-Man, you don't see any buildings, and yet he's shooting up his webs every time. Yeah, uh, yeah. like <laughs> above him to, to click onto stuff, and you're like, "No, I see blue sky above you. There's nothing there." Yeah, the old sky hooks. Uh, yeah. I. What's funny here is that like the they very clearly went all out to make this fancy transition, showing off the capabilities of whatever. But I'm I'm more imple- impressed by the second half of the shot, which is. Zooming back out on Ock, having him crawl up the side of the building, and then Spidey swinging into frame. Like, that, to oh, me, yeah. is way more uh, selling the reality of it or, and, and makes me feel like, oh, man, like a comic book come to life than the... Well, yeah, that pan away from the building and then having the two characters come in. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. No, and him just him just crawling up the building, like those arms moving, mm-hmm. just so... Like, there's just... There's not enough... There's not enough Doc Ock in this movie. Yeah. Uh, because because the movie and and you know, granted, like he has he's a great character. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong, but like because of the way they've sort of established his character in this movie, we don't get a lot of Doc Ock. You know, it's sort mm-hmm. of like what happens to Two Face in Dark Knight, where it's like right. oh, so you're telling me Two Face's reign on Gotham City was like fifteen minutes? Great. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, great. Awesome. Um, and that's and that's sort of the situation that we've got 
we've got here a little bit where it's like we didn't get a we didn't get a ton of great Doc Ock stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. everything we got is great. Yes, yes. But but what all it does is uh, every time I see it, I'm just like, man, I would I could have used I could use like 20 more minutes of Doc Ock stuff. Yeah, because uh, <sighs> seeing him crawl up this up this clock is just. Oh man, just so satisfying. I think it's my favorite shot of the full uh, length Doc Ock moving around thing because they they start on a on a shot of Molina's real face, which helps sell the CGI, and then just watching yep. him move. I love the image of him crawling up the clock face. It's just yes, definitely. Ah, it's good so stuff. You mentioned the glasses. Is there? It's been a while since I watched it, but is there a scene like that or a, an image like that in Spider Man Three? Did he do it in all three movies? I don't know. Because um, we've already oh. had two uh, reflective eye riffs in yeah. this one. Uh, to sort of like, <laughs> we've said it was Bill Cl- Pope reclaiming the fact that they ripped off his Matrix shot in the first movie. Because <laughs> he did yeah. the Morbius shot in the first Matrix movie with the reflective glasses. Then Spider-Man did the uh, choice shot in the first film uh, with the bridge and the goblin and whatnot. And we've gotten two so far. I don't... I'm mostly stalling with this sentence because I can't remember a <laughs> Spider-Man three one. Um, no, I, 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 I just haven't. I haven't seen that movie in a few years, and I mm. don't, I don't remember anything standing out. I mean, it could. I mean, I don't even remember <sighs> any any characters having reflective lenses. And I mean, I guess, huh. I guess Neo Goblin has reflective lenses technically. Yeah. Well, there um, is there's the bit when he first realizes he has the symbiote suit where he like wakes up and they have him like looking at his reflection on the outside of a building. Oh yeah, I guess that's the and closest. Then, and maybe they yeah, come out of his lenses for that one, but I'm pretty sure the symbiote suit has like a really steely mesh on the eyes and you don't really see any reflections on it for the yeah. most part. So I don't know. Well, something to keep an eye out for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. For a sure. running tally of the <laughs> uh <laughs> This <laughs> this beat when he swings in onto the and connects to the to the tower <sighs> and then he's you know where is she like you know talking to him um that sort of like tight shot of him mm-hmm. that I'm fairly certain if it's not a practical shot of a person in a costume it mm-hmm. is the best CGI I've ever seen um, it, <laughs> it looks I mean it, it looks practical to me yeah uh, it is. That that shot of the costume is incredible. I love it uh, so much. Yeah. Yeah. H- have you tried this pose, Zach? Yeah, I've told <laughs> <I> me. <mean. laughs> <laughs> have you found a pole and, and tried to hang off it in this way? I have tried all of the poses, yes. Uh, this is one that's impossible to hold in any uh, stretch of time unless you do have sticky feet. But you can cheat it uh, on like an upside down thing, right? right. which I have done. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. Obviously, him landing on the pole is CGI. But when we yes. go close on him, that is right. just the costume looking amazing. I yeah. Oh god, it's good. So with the way Doc Ock's climbing up the wall here, it brought something to mind that I, maybe you guys have knowledge on that I don't. Mm. Has Has Stanley ever talked about the fact that both these characters, these people that feud against each other so often, are both eight legged creatures? <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> specific. I have like a vague memory of somebody like pointing that out and him being like, oh, hey, that's pretty good. But I don't think it was. I don't think I've heard him talk about like, yes, the ultimate 
uh, antagonist would be another eight-legged creature. Because <laughs> I've heard stuff about how they said that they could, they basically both could have been the same kids, but one was brought up with respect and responsibility mm-hmm. and the other wasn't. Yeah. And, and that's why they kind of ended up on different paths. And it's interesting to think about that and the fact that they both end up as eight legged creatures. Oh, totally. Yeah. Especially with the, the, the sort of dance slot take on the character. Um, right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's the tricky thing about it is like the, there's sort of been the rehabilitation of Ock as a villain. Scott knows this better than I do. The idea that, when he first came out, it wasn't like, oh, this will be the big foe for Spider-Man. He was just another one of the Monster of the Week guys. That, I don't know, let's call him a, this guy's a shocker, this guy's a rhino, this guy is, <laughs> uh, I don't know, an octopus. Uh, and then only like later, you know, after like maybe 20 years of stories, did Ock become one of like the heavy hitters with like the all the Sinister Six stories and stuff like that. Right. Because he works as a good leader for other villains. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there was that much like... <laughs> planning i don't know maybe i should give them more credit well i know i bet i bet there was i i the idea of the idea of stan lee trying to think of like what the next villain in the spider-man comic is gonna be and him coming up with like another guy who is based on an animal with eight legs Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Like that okay. sounds like Stan Lee logic to me. <laughs> <laughs> this fits. Yeah, do it. You know. So I says to myself, "What other creature has eight legs?" You know, like <laughs> that, that. That totally sounds like something Stan Lee would would say. I didn't want it to be a crab man, so I, you know, I went with something else. Like, <laughs> An octopus. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I think that 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 seems uh, accurate. I would say. No, I'm just imagining like a a team of villains, and they all are like eight legged, or you know, kicking people out because they have their animal thing is the wrong number of legs. Like, no, no quadrupeds whatsoever. Get out of here. <laughs> there would have to be eight of them, and they could be like the sinister eight or something yeah. like that. Six or more, ideally eight. You know, <laughs> centipede man, you're fine, but no, no, no. like it's just. <laughs> Overkill, but it's good. Yeah, <laughs> so dumb. Ah, uh, comics. Uh, Spidey's uh, really prompt here. <laughs> he shows up right at three. He does. Yeah, he's. Oof. I'm. I'm impressed he made it at all. Um, honestly, but uh, I feel like he maybe spent a little too much time uh, grandstanding in the uh, concrete canyons because. <laughs> I feel like he can swing faster than that. He just lands there right on the dot. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Did he make this run a couple practice times so that he knew exactly when to start so he'd end up there at three? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> that would be. That's great. Um, I uh, so this this uh, this bit where he says he's like, where where is she? And he says that. She's fine. Let's talk. Uh, what if what if Spider-Man had just been like, okay, and then just <laughs> calmly went down there. It's just like, what's up? He's like, well, I need this tritium, but I need to take you to this guy <laughs> to get the tritium. And he's like, which guy? And he's like, Harry Osborne. Harry is trading me for tritium. Let's go talk to him. Like, yeah, okay. Just- <laughs> Maybe there's a breakdown of communication here we can fix. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Harry doesn't want MJ to be in danger. Like, come on, let's all 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I discuss this. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I truly believe if he had just been like, I have to take you to Harry, he'd be like, Harry hired you. All right, let's go. Like, I'll, I'll I, I don't you. even think. No. Yeah. He wouldn't even want to fight him at that point. He would just I'll, be like, I'll yeah, swing okay. over there. You don't have to carry me. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go. Come on. We'll go together. Why do we meet at this clock tower? You should have just said, meet me at Harry Osborne's place. Yeah. Do you want me to carry your bag? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> we'll hold all eight of our hands and we'll go together. <laughs> yeah. So so you say hands here and, and that brought another point to mind. Oh boy. Are these legs or arms? Um, How do you distinguish between legs and arms? Yeah. What does make a leg? Versus an arm. Sort of intuitively, I've thought that like the heavy lifter ones in the back are legs and the ones in front are arms. But that's that's how I've always been sort of thinking of them, because like Mm -hmm. the bottom ones, they don't do anything. uh, I don't know. Manipulate. Like, like, yeah, they don't manipulate things. uh, Mm -hmm. The bottom ones, Um, they they feel like big, dumb brutes. Mm -hmm. The the top ones, ones. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it brings to question like the age old, do raccoons have have two legs and two arms or do they have four legs? I feel like raccoons, they have such distinct hands that <laughs> like, I they mean, do. come on. But yeah. it's the thing about like, you know, the image macro where they're like, uh, if a dog was wearing pants, would they wear them like <laughs> exactly. this or like this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we call them four legs, but like, you know. More, more morphology wise they're, they're similar to arms i don't know yeah, yeah. i don't know anyway <laughs> i feel like for me my brain thinks of like octopuses in general or tentacled things as having lots of arms and i think of like centipedes as having lots of legs um like mm. crabs have lots of legs spiders have lots of legs but octopuses well, have arms here's something weird mm. i i just now realized this but like i think I think of octopuses, octopi, octopi as having arms, but I think of squid as having legs. Yeah. That's interesting for sure. Yeah, no. Yeah. But why? Why do I think that? (laughs) But now now think to the old like kraken. Krakens are more like a squid, so now they're wrapping their legs around these ships. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's probably like some weird old associations I have with. You guys remember the Disney live action Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea that they had? Sure. Like they made it in the nineteen fifties yep. or so. Like mm. I, that movie blew my mind when I was a kid, and so that's the first thing I think of when I think of squids. And they had a really like angry torpedo shaped squid in that one, and so I think maybe the the like forwardness of a squid as like an antagonist makes me think of legs. And like an octopus Ooh. being like, a, oh, I'm Ollie the octopus. I don't. <laughs> so what you're saying is you find legs way more threatening than arms. Yes. Because, I mean, ar- you arms could, like, are for hugs. Arms are for hugs and handshakes. <laughs> legs are for kicking and running and stomping and I guess rapping. And, and, oh, and killing men if you are a black widow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Arm bars kick in, to the yeah. face. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah 
That's yeah. interesting. All right. I don't know. Uh, tell us about your leg and arm opinions on the Facebook group. Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess this episode is going to be called Arms Are For Hugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> legs are for kicking. Legs are oh, for kicking. Goodness, so uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> arms are for hugs. Legs are for hate. Um, Legs for hate. That's it. There you go. Uh, I uh, yeah. So so right away he he dives down to on him. Which by the way, like I don't. I actually don't love that Spider Man is striking first. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it <sighs> feels like he should wait until Doc fights him. Uh, that's yeah. why when he says like let's talk, he's just like I'll show you talk with my fists. Um, now, Scott, did you already forget the the pissed off? Toby face. Yeah, no, I know, but like, that's not, you know, like, uh, you know, he's Jedi's don't strike first. Um, yeah, it's rookie move. He's in he's in intimidation mode right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's true. I I just I don't like that he says let's talk and he's just gonna like here here's an example of like arms not being for hugs. Like, yeah, he just. <laughs> Dives down it, and just decks him in the face. And all I can think about is the Dan Slot run on Spider-Man and how he's, you know, giving him permanent brain damage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In his defense, Doc did beckon him down. Like, he, he, it, you know, talk. he's wanting a fight here. <laughs> he did beckon him down. And the last time he saw Doc Ock, he slammed him into a wall until the wall broke. But, but that he was didn't as know Peter. that that was Spider-Man. But that was as Peter. And he didn't yeah. know... That was Spider-Man. And, you know, the only justification for this type of behavior on Spider-Man's part is Peter-based stuff. And Ock doesn't know about it. So he's just seeming like an aggressor. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like, what if, like, he, like, what if he had just gone down there and, and, like, Doc had just been like, okay, so... Sorry, I kidnapped that girl. I just, I really needed to talk to you. And I didn't know how to get you because you weren't around anymore. And so... Here's what's going on. Like, I, what if that was his plan this whole time? And, <laughs> and, I, I actually have some more evidence to back up the whole kind of Peter is a villain here thing. <laughs> As they're fighting, Doc's hands are always in the open position when he strikes Peter. Mm. He never once tries to take a stab at Peter with those nice, sharp pointy bits. <laughs> uh, uh, pointy bits while. Yeah. Well, at the same time, Spider-Man's got super strength and Dr. Octavius is still just a human. Oh, right. Yeah. How is he taking these punches to the face? Well, that's that's the thing in the Dan Slot run is you learn that he's not and he's dying from like, you know, terminal brain Years injuries. Of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, I, I normally justify it with the idea that like Spider-Man pulls his punches with people. Uh, when he's Except he wouldn't in this burglars. instance, but because, in this instance, yeah, because he's mad, uh, right? And he's well, he's mad, and he's just like, I need to save Mary Jane, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like he doesn't even know what Doc Ock's plan is. He just knows that he stole Mary Jane for some stupid reason, <laughs> right? He, Ooh, I got, I got, a, I got several. a pitch for alternate uh, thing, which is, uh, let's talk. I can talk just fine from up here, thanks. You know, like, <laughs> even something like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. And they could oh. go into, like, you kidnapped this innocent girl, you hurt my friend Peter. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he shows them later at a bar, just sitting there, like, no, what really happened was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> Doc Ock is talking. Doc Ock, they they have cleared the bar because everyone is just like, oh my god, the guy has those crazy <laughs> arms, and they all they all clear the bar, and like Spider Man is just like, oh man, why did you scare everybody off? And he's just like, ah, don't worry about them. And then he's just talking to him about like what's going on, and he's just using he's he's gesticulating with his with his real hand, <laughs> and then behind him, the arms are all making a dr- like making drinks for them, like behind them. <laughs> They all, of course, have eight shots in front of them. Yeah. yeah. Let's oh, take man. an octo shot. Yeah. That's your poison. You want a Manhattan? Like, that's that's fun. <laughs> oh, man. Well, look, they'll come back. They'll they'll reboot Dr. Octopus in, in the movies uh, eventually, and then yeah. we'll get that, I'm sure. But uh, I, I didn't expect this feeling when we started this rewatch, but I'm, I'm excited to see the next version of Dr. Octopus yes. at this point. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hundred percent should be 100%. interesting. Yeah, it has been. I, if I'm not mistaken, let me calculate. Yes, it has been as long since this Doctor Octopus to now as it was between uh, Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger. Ooh, as the Ooh. Joker. Yeah. It has been that long. So <laughs> almost the perfect time for a reinvention. To redefine yep. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Mark Hamill says he's available. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. i know i know every time uh, i think about that i'm just gonna be like i'm just like man i i feel like i'm gonna be disappointed if it's anyone it's but any- him <laughs> <laughs> damn okay yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna forget that yeah. suggestion so i don't I have to think about it because that's too good uh, oh boy! It's a fun movie, you guys. Uh, uh, this so- action choreography is so good. Like yeah. the use of the environment and everything. And I mean, granted, these are the bits that were the most thought out on this mm-hmm. movie because uh, you know they they built the whole movie around the action set pieces mm-hmm. that they were uh, you know planning on building. So this had been in um, animatics for you know probably Forever. almost a year up to this point. Mm-hmm. So uh, they knew what they were doing and they'd, they'd really like worked out the beats and everything, but uh, it's, it's great. I mean, it just, I, I love the, the punching, the uh, like, you know, kind of like throwing Peter off of the, off the clock and then breaking the clock and he goes falling, but he's got to save the thing and he swings it back up. Like, it's just, yeah. Oh man. Every oh. beat leads to the next beat. It's not just a bunch, a bunch of random stuff. It's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. This is like, this is what I consider like quintessential Spidey here. This is him using the stuff that's in his arsenal. That's supposed to be Spidey only kind of fighting Yeah, as he's falling. He's, he's whipping those balls at his face mm-hmm. and, just that sling move with the with the arm of the clock is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it starts way- as I gotta save people from getting hit by this, and then oh oh I can use this. Yeah, as- I can ah. sling this back at him. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. And you feel and this the weight a- of it too. Like mm-hmm. it's really right. good CGI because it it's like oh I I can tell how heavy that is. Even yeah, yeah there's that nice stretch moment as yeah. it just in uh, reverses direction. Oh yeah, and this is another moment where. Spidey's kind of the bad guy here. He's trying to impale yeah. Doc Ock with this nice sharp hand. Yeah, like what, what, if, that went the w- what if that went yeah. the way he intended? What if he just like <laughs> just hit him and then he died? Like that's the very different type of movie after that point. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes, oh no, and then you just cut to Mary Jane alone in his hideout, and she's just like, hello? Like <laughs> No one will ever find her in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
<laughs> missing persons report yeah i um also to just the choice to literally stage this on the side of a building again uh it's the type of thing where it's a fight that is only only these two characters could have with right. their power set and what they do this isn't a fight where you could sub in two other people punching um like some of I, I don't want to call out individual uh, movies for this, but like sometimes people can just be punching each other because everybody's got punch powers. And right. this is different. This is I unique. will say the only missed opportunity, because you're right, and I love this sequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would argue that if you were to change either of the sequences, because don't, I actually don't like that we do this twice. Um, mm, I, I really Aunt don't. One. It, yeah. yeah it feel, but I feel like you could change the Aunt May one. I think it would be cool. And again, it 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 changes, you know, Spider-Man 3. They'd have to come up with something else for that. But, like, mm. I think if he had gone into the sewer and we'd have an underground fight, Ooh, I think yeah. that could have been really cool because Doc Ock can, like, move all around, you know, mm-hmm. like, with his arms. Yep. He can move all over the place. And I think that there there could have been a lot of really fun stuff, like taking that Sandman fight, which is, you know, arguably the best fight in that movie. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, and oh, yeah, uh, do some hanging fighting like where they're both hanging from the ceiling or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. yeah. Like there's just there there's a lot of stuff that they could do that isn't just another fight on the side of a building. Um, yeah. Especially because Ock has kind of put himself at a disadvantage here that like both of them can crawl on walls and stuff, but like him Spider-Man being out in the open and being able to swing around and everything only helps him whereas like right. being underground <laughs> he's got I just I just thought of something that would have been really great that I think you would have really loved and I just I just yeah I got to I got to voice this. So uh-huh. <laughs> if if Doc Ock was looking for himself to have an advantage then what he should have done was find the tallest building in New York and gotten to the top of it because then <laughs> Peter Peter wouldn't have had wouldn't have been able to like get up there yeah. without like crawling up the building because there wouldn't be anywhere to swing from, right? Mm-hmm. So he would have to crawl up, and then you could re- recreate that bit from the Princess Bride where Doc is like <laughs> looking down at him crawling up the building. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. Like <laughs> I could use some help here. <laughs> yeah. I'm only waiting around to kill you. That does put a damper on our relationship. <laughs> relationship yeah. yeah. That's, ah, that's great. <laughs> now, what you said, though, I think partially is true. He is up on a building, and it does give him a slight advantage because there's nowhere to, for uh, Spidey to swing around from at this point. He's kind of stuck fighting on this building, whereas if he were lower down, he could use other buildings to move, be more mobile and be a harder fight for Doc Ock. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it's better than just being like on the ground somewhere. I just mean in terms of they're in a fairly, you know, they're, they're part of Manhattan with a lot of buildings. He can, Spider-Man could always at least swing away and come back and regroup and stuff. Like he's got options here. Whereas he right. would feel more, I, <laughs> if you're really playing a Spider-Man like video game and you end up... <laughs> You end up in like one of the like layers that's like a sewer or something, and you're always kind of like pissed because like, oh, I I can't gain up momentum. I can't do this type of. I have right. to do only like ground level stuff right now. It's yeah. very frustrating. So that would hurt. It would only hurt Spider Man to have it somewhere more enclosed. But God, do I like the idea of like <laughs> <laughs> the tallest building, and he's crawling up and throwing stuff at him. Oh, that's good. 
You don't by, by chance happen to have four arms, do you? <laughs> <laughs> do you always begin conversations this way? Yeah, it's... <laughs> four middle arms welded right onto his body. Uh, <laughs> I know something you don't know. I have eight arms. I, did, I actually knew that. <laughs> I am not four-handed. <laughs> oh, man. God, what a great movie. Uh <laughs> Uh, Our friend Jonathan did a good uh, Movies by Minute podcast about that movie. Yes. <laughs> and he, and my co-host Steve was oh, that's the right. co-host yeah, on that's that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, um, man. It all comes back together. Yeah. They'll both be proud. Um, yes. <laughs> they're smiling somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, am, I am impressed at the strength of these arms. Because, I mean, we mm. haven't... I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the purpose. I don't know why they're so strong. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know why they needed to be strong for the sun making the living room sun making. Um, uh, yeah, I get the uh, no magnetism. I get the, uh, invulnerability, just like the right. raw power behind it. Is it possible he upgraded them after they were fused to his body? Oh, like to say like maybe, he wanted them to, to have another purpose, so he's like, okay, let's do some work on these now. Or, yeah, or they're upgrading themselves or something. Like, right. Hmm, maybe. Like we have purpose now. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's a lot. Because it goes from, like, the early feats of strength are like, oh, when he's doing the experiment and Spider-Man's there, he's like, no, and he's able to, like, swat Spider-Man aside with one arm. But, like, that's not right. that crazy. Now it's at the point where he's tearing apart steel eye beams with his bare hands and smashing through, you know, throwing cars and all that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot, a lot. Yeah. And all of it has to be on the arms because, like I said before, Otto's just a human. He's mm-hmm. There's nothing super about him except for these mechanical arms. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's crazy. Now, mm. do you guys have any comments on the way this uh, clock hand goes into the angled the the reverse angled like uh tip to the building from from where spidey's like slinging it from down below there's no way it lodges into that building yeah maybe it has it tumbles once or something because like Mm. he throws it like a spear you're right and that hits the concrete thingamajig so it wouldn't be able to do that straight trajectory into the side of the building by ox head but maybe it does a flip, like you know when people throw like a knife or something, how it flips end over end. Maybe it does one of those and then sticks, then slams. No, I could huh. see because I mean the the thing with the the trajectory, it you know he's swinging it up with his arm, so it's gonna have a little bit of an arc to it. Hmm. Yeah. That that may be true, but the fact there's also the fact that it blows up the cement, knocks him back to the wall. And then embeds into the the wall. Mm, yeah, it probably would have already been embedded in there. So I think Zach's probably on a better case here, where mm. it like kept going up and relanded or something. Mm. Yeah, because if it was a straight shot right to that thing, it would have yeah. been sitting next to his head when he fell back against the wall. Right, it would have yeah. been simultaneous. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know. I I would, <laughs> I would say that that's more of an editing problem than uh, yeah, <laughs> than a choreography of uh, physics problem. Yeah, yeah. 
It's a cool my, moment though. I love when yeah, he my just, last like, little note is it. when you have when you have the uh, the close up face shot with the goat looking through that very hand. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for one, I noticed that his glasses are no longer super reflective. But <laughs> aside from that, <laughs> you get this nice really close up on the hand grabbing that. Yeah, and it's just really cool how weathered it is and and real looking because they didn't. It's not like freshly painted. It's got like chips away from it and stuff like yeah, that yeah yeah that it's not pristine uh, lab equipment anymore it's become a, a grungy yeah. uh, monster arm yeah he's yeah. walking on the streets with this yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah the detail in those it's still so impressive to me uh it how much the cgi on the arms holds up in almost any time we've seen them arms legs arms legs tentacles <laughs> Appendages. appendages appendages for hugging or not hugging. Uh, <laughs> i think uh i think we really missed speaking of this close-up i think we really missed an opportunity to see uh flow uh his uh his is it his left arm his left to top right is flow top right yeah yeah to see uh flow his top right arm uh giving him uh, a shave <laughs> oh man <laughs> Oh, that would have been fun. He's obviously keeping up with it. Um, yeah. yeah. He's nowhere near as uh, grungy as he looked last time we saw him. So he's, yeah. you know. He went and got a, took a nap for an hour. Took a nap. Um, got, a, got a little haircut or something. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if you, become, if you have these arms, if you become so dependent on them that your actual limbs become more vestigial. Like... <laughs> Like not even like you're you're atrophying in your legs and your arms because you're not using them anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I like feel like he would. I, th- I I think he uses his regular arms. He just multitasks more now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The one I think about is him like uh, working on. It's from earlier in the movie when he's rebuilding his machine, where he's working on stuff and then uh, the arms are helping him smoke a cigar at the same time. But he's doing hand level things with his real hands as the arms are doing heavy lifting and moving stuff and bringing over yeah. a match like he can just do more um but right. he still uses the hands for hand things i mean you yeah. you would right take advantage you got eight limbs. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean you've got the ai in the arms right i mean you might as well take advantage of it and do mm-hmm. all kinds of things at the same time and you'd have to use your your legs occasionally so you had the extra extra set of arms right <laughs> the, leg arms. <laughs> the right, leg arms the leg arms this is a dumb thought of like, what is like leisure time look like for Doc Ock? Like, does he, is he like sitting on the couch and he's like, oh man, like I really wish I could get a snack from, oh wait, I can. And then he just like <laughs> reaches over to the kitchen and grabs like some, I don't know, what do you think he eats? Like uh, donuts. Uh, you you yeah. think about the frustrations you have when you're relaxing, you know, like if I'm sitting in my recliner and I'm like, man, I really wish the light was turned off right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can just kind of reach over and get it. And, it's you like know, we low didn't... level telepathy because everything's close enough to reach. <laughs> right, right. It's true. You could give yourself a mani-pedi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like while you're sitting there, you can true. actively be getting a mani pedi. It's very true. I, uh, I, I, the one thing that we, uh, I don't think we've ever mentioned is that, uh, you know, I just realized it when, when Zach said the thing about the donuts, but like, uh, there are there's so many missed opportunities to see Doc Ock just like stealing food or or whatever like Ooh, just buying yeah. buying food like you know just like distracting a hot dog vendor and then like taking a bunch of hot dogs with his arms. 
<laughs> or, or better yet, the mundane stuff like going to the grocery store and not doing it evilly, just going, yeah, I want this and this and showing up, standing, waiting in line. Like, just him, you, yeah. him going down the cereal. Oh, wait. Yeah. Because, because right. We've been talking about the uh, um, the arms are like an extension of his like subconscious and id and whatnot. Like an idea of him like walking down the cereal aisle at the grocery store and he with his regular hand picks like some grape nuts or something and he keeps walking but behind him his arms are grabbing like lucky charms and lucky charms. Yeah. <laughs> i thought you were gonna go somewhere else like grabbing the oil off the next shelf oh sure yeah <laughs> i uh no and I, and i think that i i think that's great because i i also just love the idea of him just being like uh, when he gets up to pay for the groceries uh he's just like you guys take uh gold coins right um, <laughs> that's all he's got for and, money. And while he's while he's waiting for the checkout guy to to check all his stuff through, his arms are like grabbing packs of gum and putting them on. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I said we can't have any of those. <laughs> what are we? You're say? falling into their trap. They put that stuff there on purpose. We talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love the idea of like the bottom arms being like dumb children like <laughs> <laughs> No, sorry, we can't have s- that. You can't no. We're not getting that. Put it back. <laughs> oh, one more one more fun image for you since we talked about the mini petty. Yeah. They actually have to trade it because, you know, mm. the, the arms and legs have their sentience as well. So like, okay, now it's our turn. <laughs> So he he has to paint them. <laughs> he's got he's got like WD forty and like a little right. like toothbrush or something. Like, I'm getting the nooks and crannies. Oh. Trade off. Oh man, what a weird life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Give me more mundane weirdness movies. Come on. Oh, God, I just I want I want a new Doctor Octopus movie so we can get that stuff. Like really <laughs> just weird mundane stuff. Oh, oh man, it's the best. Uh, anyway. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. He's, he he broke you. this I'm, thing I'm in tapped. half. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's really weird though with this uh this this him the arms breaking this thing is that they don't they don't tear it in half. They pull it apart. Yeah. yeah. Like they yeah. pull it until it snaps apart. That's a that's a lot. Mhm. Cuz that's tensile strength, not the uh Oh, I'm forgetting what, it, what the term is, but like you can, if you were quick, you could do like a bend to uh, uh, the point of um, failure. If you're you're fast right. at it, you know, like snapping a popsicle stick or something. Right. Yeah, there, there. I'll continue with this uh, analogy. So imagine snapping a popsicle stick. Fine, like you bend it along the flat area and you know, it breaks. Right. Imagine grabbing one end of a popsicle stick and the other end of a popsicle stick and pulling along pull the length. length. <laughs> Until the popsicle stick splinters. Like, that's a lot of force. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... That's why, you know, like, it really, it's just like, why did he build these arms to be <laughs> so strong? How strong were those little pulses coming out of the thing supposed to be? Jeez. Yeah, it was know. like this never in any capacity a safe experiment. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. we just need... 18,000 tons of force in order to contain it, but it's fine. Uh, oh, we're the, it'll be okay. Oh, were the were the arms are the arms that strong because they're there in case one of the one of the 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 container things mm-hmm. in the experiment if one of those falls. 
Oh. It has to be strong enough to catch him because if you notice, there's four of those and he has four arms. Four. Oh. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do yeah. see them being like the big heavy things that have to be set up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. We'll, we'll say theories. that that's the reason and we'll yeah. just let it go. Um, <laughs> go from there. It's canon. It's canon yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, uh, man. All right. Well, Thomas, thanks for joining us for these past couple of days. These this has been, has been amazing, guys. No yeah. pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next even. series of films. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> these are strictly adjectiveless. Um, <laughs> <laughs> makes me think we're talking about X-Men now. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, and speaking of X-Men, tell people one more time where they can find you. All right, guys, X-Minutes podcast, almost anywhere, any social media, look us up. We have a room pretty much like the listener society that you guys have, where we're talking about all the stuff that we uh, talk about in the episodes. Check out xminutespodcast.com. Jerry's done some great stuff over there. And let's see. uh, Yeah, check out the show. I think you'll enjoy it. It's X-Minutes podcast. We're talking about the X-Men movies, and we have a long way to go. And that will include... The uh, Logan movies and the Deadpool movies. And if you look at our feed, as new movies are coming out, we're talking about those. If they're comic related at all, we'll usually drop an extra episode about those as well. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, uh, everybody go check that out. Thomas, thanks again for being on the show. And thanks for uh, having me. We will be back next week. In the meantime, uh, go check out our Patreon page at duelinggenre.com slash support. Become a Patreon member and you will gain access to the Weekend Bugle and and all that good stuff. It's going to be, you know, I I know we've still got um, about like six-ish weeks, I think, left Mm -hmm. on this show. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, it's quickly coming that we're going to be back on hiatus again. Uh, So maybe it's time to think about becoming a Patreon member because... You know you're gonna you're gonna be able to keep hearing from us uh, every week over there, and then mm-hmm. you've got um, you know the Venom. You'll want to hear us talk about Venom and uh, Into the Spider Verse. Those will both be coming out during our hiatus. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to hear Zach and I's thoughts on those films, uh, that's going to be exclusively where you can uh, hear those thoughts. So that's DuelingGenre.com/support. Become a Patreon member today, and we will be back on Monday with Minute Ninety Six. Hi, everybody. Happy Friday.